Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, 
gon' get paid. Talk to him, RJ. Next nigga need to know I'm just trying to catch the wave on a speedboat hey. Niggas trying to find business on the interstate Fuck a renegade, I'ma make the pussy real estate hey. Get your mind right and get you qualified hey. I'm just living my life, I don't apologize hey. You know them I'm in your boys Bought a dollar sign, money modified Every moral that you idolize hey. And we can go Melrose to Linden Go tearing down Fifth hey. Ave, Ubers and Lyft Camp oh. Get back from mistresses Sagging on bitches since your girl was interested My world's a privilege hey. God we trust all these hey. Price of lust, take your bitch out and fuck, take my rent out of purse. And then I will side boys, break your bottom bitch for insurance. From flash shows to floor, she don't need a bump, she gon' jump shit. I told her head bird like a front flip. She gon' go to work, I'ma benefit.
I'm bothered, I'm from Pilate. I don't know how I'm too official. Rappers biggest issue, these old superficial. I'm real, they artificial. Hey, every performance, bitch, I'm flyin'. Any stage without the mileage. Been through it all, had a pain with dude. Fucked up, had a shame with you. When I lose, I was born through. Run the game and break the rules. No time to be scared. Say all of your prayers, hope you prepared. If it don't add up, fuck a deal, but it's still going to. Got a lot of hope, I don't love him. Another trip, another show, shit, I don't love him. Someone threw the shade, got a lot of Had to cut a few on my clip, shit, I don't love him. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Last Chat. What's going on, P? Hey, Lisa girl, how you doing this Tuesday evening? I am good. I am good. Shout out to DJ Hardhead. He always sending us up with some great music. And shout out to my girl, Gigi Zanilba. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How was your weekend, Zee? Uh, my weekend was busy. You know, it was Father's Day, Juneteenth. And we're also in the middle of Black Music Month. You know, we got to give a little bit more shout out to things like that, Lisa, because, you know, we are lovers of music, not just Black music, but of music. But, you know, say especially Black music. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. But Snoopy Star King got some new music. I asked for it yesterday or the day for yesterday. I was like, please send. <laughs> so I made up Brittany to get that music. You know, we love us some Snoopy Star King up in here. Oh, man. You know, I can play that on repeat. Listen, now, we have our rotation of music for those that may be joining us for the first time. But we do be slipping in some favorites. And um, Superstar K is definitely one. He always brings the energy when he comes to Let's Chat Leash. And mm-hmm. for that, we are always, you know, whenever we meet him, we just say, reach out to him and his team, and they just come through fabulously. So we so appreciate them. Absolutely. So let's open this up to you. You know, we can get going and get chit chat in the next thing you know, both. I know. First we start off with the music. We'd be all in the music. And tonight, I'm just going to pull the curtain back. You caught me as I was putting one of those uh, Haribo Gold Sour Bears in my mouth. So I had to take a deep swallow. <laughs> as I was enjoying the music, I'm just saying. A sister had to get her squeaks on this evening. <laughs> But like Lisa said, you're listening to Let's Chat. My name is the sweet Miss Tony, and I got the fabulous Lisa over there. For those that are joining us for the first time, we see y'all, and we want to thank you personally for joining us, spending some of your precious time with us. And for those that are returning, welcome. We see y'all too. But Lisa and I started this journey many moons ago, maybe about 10, 12 years of moons ago. We started off just loving literature. 
But as our opening show has shown, and our guest tonight, we have evolved into so much more than just literature. We enjoy all the arts, whether it be music, acting, literature, producing, you name it, they have come through the doors of Let's Chat, and we so appreciate them. You know, we allow our guests and our listening audience to kind of entertain each other and get to know each other on a more personal level. You know, this is something that Alicia and I love doing, so we hope you guys are ready for another great let's chat with Miss Tony and Alicia. I'm I'm psychly. Maybe it was that sugar I popped in my mouth during our opening yeah. musical. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Listen. <laughs> CC don't be venturing out a lot like that. So, so who who gave that to you? Baby girl? <laughs> I you hear her funny. Yeah, hooked I'll on. try it. She, <laughs> she got me hooked on him. I'm not going to lie, Lee. She got me hooked on him. She <laughs> gave it to me, then she leave the house. Like, what am I supposed to do with this big bag? <laughs> figure it out, Ma. Figure it out. Do you want to be part of the team, my ego? <laughs> oh, my God. We got a great show. I'll talk to y'all tonight. Thank you for joining us. As he said, we about to talk to that talk with recording artist Young Soft. And that boy Dazzle is actually now. I'm gonna ask you, Alicia. Is it Dazzle or Jizzle? Because y'all know Alicia and I can jack a name up, so we're gonna have to clarify yes, we that. So we can we, get we right clarify that. <laughs> yes, we, we gonna clarify that. We gonna clarify that because we can. We can tear a name up, child. Yes, we sure can. <laughs> we play no. Uh, we gonna play a little bit. Uh. Some more music as our people pop in. They're going to press their okay. ones to let us know that they are ready. Okay. Uh, let's let's go some of this. Um, oh, that Blue Marley that he sent us. Uh, oh, no, we're going to do uh, the Sonic Super Arcade. Then we'll do a little Blue Marley. Oh, this is Spide, the producer. That you gon' need another when the sheets get soaked. Told you that I got it. You gon' need some more. I'ma love you proper girl. All night when you're breathing close. I gotta love you all and we won't need no phones. Told you that I got it. Let our deep eyes open. Yeah. 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 
We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We got our first fabulous guest in the chat room with us tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on? How are you doing today? We are good. Thanks for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. All right, so we know it's two of y'all, so which one we got? Right now you're listening to Mr. Back to the Basics, Young Sauce to God. All right, Young Sauce to God. First, first thing I want to add is how you come up with that name. Man, it's a funny story. So, you know, um, I'm originally from the Midwest. I'm originally from Ohio. And uh-huh. I had relocated to North Carolina. And um, I used to do this little dance when I was down there. You know, I'd be stirring it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if y'all watch basketball, but James Harden, he used to stir it up every time he hit the three-pointer. So I had my own little uh-huh. twist to it. So my boys in North Carolina just started calling me sauce. And they was like, sauce, sauce. And I was just sitting there one day, and I'm like, I was kind of going through the recreation of, you know what I'm saying, myself as an artist. And one day I was just sitting there to myself, and I was just like, sauce. I said, okay, young sauce. And then the God part I got from Charlemagne. So I was like, young sauce to God. And I said, yo, that sounds dope. And I just kept saying it to myself and saying it to myself. So finally it just stuck, and that's where we at today. Oh, okay. right. Now, okay. what are we supposed to call you now? What are we calling you tonight? We want to make sure we get it right and pay respect. <laughs> you can call me Young Sauce to God or Sauce to God. Yeah, you can call me Sauce to God, okay. a.k.a. Money Sauce. I mean, we got different little, oh. little <laughs> monikers, you know. <laughs> okay, can we call you Sauce? Can we just call yeah, you Sauce? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, there we go, baby. <laughs> Sauce now, you know, unless that, you're new to the show, so unless that, we always talk about a goal moment, right? A goal moment is okay. just thought and execution come together. A lot of times we're really mindful about how other people pour into themselves, how they talk about themselves, how they feel about themselves, the things and goals they have for themselves. But when it comes uh-huh. to us, we kind of get deal in lack. We tell ourselves, I don't have time, I don't have money, I can't do it right now. It's always an excuse on why we can't do something that has been placed in our spirit, right? So we want right. to know, what was your goal moment? What was that moment that you said, I'm getting ready to go into this music thing and do what I do? Oh, man, it probably happened probably about five or six years ago when I was in North Carolina. Now, now I live in Atlanta, but I was just in North Carolina one day, and, you know, the music just started all coming back to me. And I just said, one day I was just sitting there, and I was just like, man, I might just give it all I got. And I just looked at it like, once I said that to myself, I said, what do you got to lose? Because I felt like it was so much stuff I had left that I needed to prove to myself. <laughs> so I just went uh-huh. ahead one day and got up and, you know, just found somebody, found a studio, everything. I had stopped doing music for like five years. And uh-huh. one day I just woke up and it just came over me like, you're going to go ahead and do this. And, you know, at first I was nervous, you know, because I had never knew how it was going. You know, music was changing, so I had to evolve with the music. So finally, one day, I just said, man, we're going to do it. Did it. And fast forward four years, four and a half years later, man, it was the best decision I ever made. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. And we also have that boy, Dizzle. Is that correct? Make sure we say that right. Hello, can you hear me? What? No, what? No. Do I need to get somebody to counsel syllables? Dizzle. What? No. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get, we, 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 we fire and ice. You're going to get, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. That's okay, because we sweet with sour. We can give it to It's all right. We love it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I want you to pronounce my name right like you want me to say you on right, baby. Let's get it together, baby. Absolutely. Now, tell us, tell us where you came up with that name. How did that name come upon you? What name? My name? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I mean, y'all been talking to everybody with me, so I don't, I'm trying to make sure you're talking to me before I answer. Yeah, we talking to you. Yep, we talking to you. Okay, well, my name came from a deceased homeboy, and I kept it when when it was time for us to get signed as the franchise boys in 2004. He had already been killed, so I kept it in honor of his memory. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Now, we were talking about a goal moment. We talk about that a lot on our show. What was your goal moment? What was that moment in time where you guys decided to come together and create the franchise board? It was just, it, it, well, I had been doing music way longer than the rest of the guys. We all from the same part of Atlanta. We all attended the same high school. And the the producer of the group, Pimpin', had He's from the same projects I'm from in Allen Temple. And he had an apartment out there, and that's where the studio was. And it just used to be a gang of guys that hung around the studio and recorded music. But when it came down to do music professionally, we just sorted out who was willing to do what and who was willing to put what into it. And it formed as S4. Me, Pimp, Parlay, and Buddy. Rest in peace to Buddy. You know, one of our group members passed away a few years ago. That's right, that's right. And that's that's mm-hmm. always hard. Now, and I just want to say this because you have your you and your group are are legends in the industry. Um, and a black man that can write, even a black man that produces music or or raps or sings, it's, it's powerful because music shows a lot of emotion. What does that power mean to you? Um. I I honor it and carry it as as high as I can, but I don't use it for evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, what what does your power mean to you? So, I'm sorry. What was, what was being said? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I doing said, fifty million things. I apologize. What did you say? What does <laughs> what does that power mean to you? Um. It's 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 uh it's very inspirational. You know, music is a very powerful thing. Um, you know, you got to carry it right. You know what I mean? Because you have so many people that's looking up to you and watching you. So the fact that I got kids as well, you know what I mean? I make sure it's very very. I'm very very um. What's the word I want to look for here? Um, mindful. I'm very mindful. I'm very mindful of what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? And as you get older and get more mature into this music business, you start to look at things a lot differently, and you carry yourself a different type of way. So um, I just, you know, I want to put out positive vibes and positive energy. That's what me and my bro do. You know, that's what we're all about. Um, we just want to make that music to make you feel good, you know what I mean? So it's definitely something that I carry and be mindful about of what I'm putting out there to the world. So you just got to know how to handle it, you know what I mean? You got to know how to just stay humble and grounded with it as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, how did y'all come to, is, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, Lee. 
This is Tony. We're going to try to remember to let you guys know which one of us you're talking to because we've been told we sound so much alike. But I want to ask Sauce, you know, you said something at the start of your interview about how music was changing at a certain time, maybe four or five years ago. And I'm going to also ask, and I want to make sure I get his name right, Jizzo. Am I right, <laughs> Mr. Jizzo? It's so easy to say. Jizzo? <laughs> Okay, I want to make sure I give it right, pay your respects, but with the change. Okay, what's your name, because... What's your name? Because I haven't been properly introduced to the hostess. Okay, my name is Tony. Hey, Tony, you miss Tony, okay. I miss Tony, yes. You see how good <laughs> so I say your you name know... correctly? Yes, you most certainly did, and I thank you for that. Awesome, but, awesome. You know, no problem. Things do change, not just from year to year, but also from day to day. And music is a big part of change because, like Leisha said, it touches so many of us in so many different ways. Now, so when you said music was changing, how do you see it today as opposed to when you really got into the, the music industry? And, and what do you feel that a positive change can be made from it? I mean, when, you know, when I was really getting into it, you know, you really had to have skill. You know, y'all from New York, so y'all understand, you know, that lyric, the lyricism. You know what I mean? You had to really, really be able to, you know, rap and really, really, you know what I'm saying, control the crowd and, you know, the five elements of hip-hop. You know what I mean? It was just those things. That's what I grew up on. So I take that very seriously with my music and still incorporate that in today. Now, today's mm-hmm. music, you know what I mean? And shout out to all, you know, the youngins that's doing it. Um, it's just, I like some of it. I don't like all of it. You know what I mean? I'm going to just be honest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing their thing. That's their thing the same way when we came in, we did our thing, and the people before us maybe not have, not have understood it. So um, I don't say too much about it, but I would just want it to be, like, the good thing about it, the business side, these youngins is really, really getting this money right now, like a lot of it. So um, that's a good sign. A good sign about it. Um, as far as the music side of it goes, um, I just wish it would be more um, organic. You know what I mean? Like not more mm-hmm. of hearing the same thing. Like right now, you can kind of just put. You could have the DJ play like twenty records in the club right now, and you're not going to be able to understand. I mean, differentiate the ones from each one. It's going to be like a mix. <laughs> it's going to go from one to the other 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 to the other, and it's all going to blend in. It's all going to sound the same. So, I mean, from my perspective, I think that's what was changing with music is that everyone was trying to kind of sound the same, and I think the internet did that to everyone because before the internet got big. You know, you knew if somebody was from New York. You know what I mean? You knew if somebody right. was from California. You knew if somebody was from Texas or you knew somebody was from Georgia. Like right now, what the Internet has done is it's pretty much unified in a way to where you don't know who's from nowhere. You got people from New York sound like they're from Atlanta. You got, you know, mm-hmm. people from the Midwest sounding like they're from Georgia. You know what I mean? The only ones I honestly feel like that still have been true to their sound is from Cali uh-huh. to Texas and honestly right now um, Detroit. Detroit has their own little wave going on right now and I like that because I love originality. That's the biggest thing with music, uh-huh. okay. music is being original. 
you know, having your own style, being able to, you know what I'm saying, grab the crowd with what you're trying to say and how you're trying to say it, not mm-hmm. by seeing somebody else do what they just did. Like, you know, how can you grab the crowd if you sound just like the next person or you look just like the next person? That's one thing I miss mm-hmm. about growing up and listening to different artists, you know, come out and being able to have their own fan base and their own success with this music. And that's what my, my brother did. You know, they took it and, you know, they brought dancing into it. And they, kids are dancing today, so it's not like people don't understand, like, a lot of these songs that these kids are dancing to today, they, they, they originated that. They started that. You know, the snapping and, you know, just bringing music into it, but also still having, you know, saying that hardcore music with it as well, lyrics. So that's just how I feel about it. It's just originality is my biggest thing about this hip-hop thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. And that also helps to lend itself or oneself to being authentic to you and your style. You know, that exactly. authenticity. That authenticity is powerful, and then you don't realize it until you continue to hear the same thing over and over and over that just sounds the same. And, you know, if that's the case, then where's the diversity in it? Exactly, and that's just what I would love to see, you know, the youngins pick up on. Like, it's a few of them that kind of got their own style, and I like it. It's just the ones that's coming up under them. Like, you know what I mean? They kind of right. watch me, and they're doing the same thing. Because I'm not going to lie, like, it's a few of them that I like. I really, really enjoy their music and what they got going on. And I want them to carry the torch and be able to take this hip-hop thing even further. Absolutely. Now, you guys have a song together. How did y'all come together? How did this creation uh, just pop off? Man, um, it started, I think it was some, it was like, I think, uh, they had a show, Franchise Boys I'm uh, referring to. They had a show in Ohio um, some years back, you know what I mean, and they came through, and we just kind of, you know, hooked up. And me and Jizzle, you know what I mean, we were like the, the you know, we were kind of bigger back then. You know, we were kind of heavy set, so we was kind of like the big boys of the group. So we always had like a little chip on our shoulder, but, you know what I'm saying, we was the ones that was really, really, you know what I'm saying, spitting that flow, you know. I kind of like the, the biggies, the Rick Ross. We kind of had that kind of feel to us, you know what I mean, that, that that big boy but that sex appeal, you know what I mean. And me and him just, mm-hmm. we just gravitated towards each other. And we just stayed in, you know what I'm saying, communication throughout the years. And as his group, you know what I'm saying, had their demise, and I was in a group too, I forgot to mention that before I became a solo artist, you know, uh, we kind of just went through some of the similar things, and me and him just stayed in touch over all these years, and you know, mm-hmm. it just it just it's just organic, you know. what I mean, that's my brother, so mm-hmm. we just decided, you know, what I mean, we're gonna do this thing our way. Like we always had that chip, you know what I mean? Like, nah, we can we could do it. You know, a lot of the other ones, you know, they just kind of everybody went their own way, but me and him just stayed grounded with the music because that's where our soul is at with it. So it just came Absolutely. out like that. Mm-hmm. Now, Jizzle. You were a legend in the game. You came out um, back when music was music. Um, but how has your music, musical ear changed over the years? How have you changed and grown in your art? Um. Well, my technique is pretty much the same, but I can spar with the youngins. Like Sauce was saying earlier, I like some of it, some of it I don't. I embrace the youngins because I know pretty much all of them. And I just, you just have to adapt to it, but not be too opinionated. You know what I mean? Because that's where you get the, 
old ass clown, just an old ass now, let a young nigga shine, sit your old ass down. That's where you get that, when you're too opinionated about it. But my technique is pretty much the same, and I just, I keep my own flavor, my own style, my own reality, my own originality, and my own creativity. But I adapt to what's going on. I know how to accept it and, and move right with it, but still stand out. I love it. Now, tell us about the 4th of July bash, uh, Atlanta bash, that concert that you guys are going to give. Talk a little bit about that. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Which bad oh. over here? I'm sorry. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, what's going I ain't on. been. I, I, I'm sorry. What's going on? Because I ain't been booked for that or paid, so I don't know nothing about this, sweetheart. You don't. I don't. All right. That's all right. Okay. Now, over the years, African Americans have pioneered the music industry. Probably almost every industry. Now, what does that feel? How does that feel for you to be part of the elite that fuels the passion for so many budding artists? How does it feel to what now? How does it feel to be part of the elite that fuels the passion for so many budding artists? It's an honor. I'll say that it's an honor because we really fought hard and worked it hard to accomplish the things that we accomplished. So it's an honor, but it doesn't go to my head or anything like that. But it's an honor because we worked hard. We went through some things. like, And people will know a lot of things we went through when my book come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what made you decide to sit down and write a book? When Buddy died and I was thinking about not doing music anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and one of my old managers... Mm-hmm. And one of my old managers, Black Nicholson, shout out to Black Nicholson. He's out of Detroit, and he was the inspiration for me to write a book. Now, what was that process like for you? Because writing music and writing books is so different. Uh, what was that process for you, especially during a grieving um, season? You know, grief is always hard, and it's hard to kind of relive those feelings when you're putting them down on paper. What was that process like for you? Um, it really wasn't a hard process for me because I've always had an ignorant ink pen that wins. But mm-hmm. at the top of that, on, on top of all that, it was it wasn't just grieving. It was pain. It was hurt, and it was anger. So it was easy for me to jot down a whole lot of things. It was easy for me to say certain things because you know when you're you're in your feelings and you're angry, anything will pretty much come out how you feel. And mm-hmm. music and writing has always been an escape for me for that. So it didn't come very difficult for me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, Alicia and I, we are we are avid readers, and, and literature is high on, in our hearts. Now, you just spoke about your book and your um, quote ignorant ink pen. How did you feel after you had accomplished the book? Because sometimes you have one mind. This is Tony. I'm sorry, Joseph. This is Tony. But one sometimes one may have one mindset going into a project, but to go through the process of the entire project, the emotions, the ups, the downs, the lows, the highs, and you come out on the other side, how was that process for you coming out on the end of writing your book that you didn't foresee going into it? I felt the relief after I was done. Like, after I wrote the very last line and closed the book, it felt like like how you like how you be going through something emotionally, and then you finally feel like you know 
you got a little bit off, you'd be like, whew, okay. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of that sort of feeling. Yeah, exactly. Like an exhale, you know? Right, boy, woo, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You you was right on on point then. You was right on point then. (laughs) Right, because it's kind of like, you know, and a lot of people don't experience that, you know, when your soul cries. When you when you mm-hmm. clear yourself of so many things and you literally feel your soul cry just just out of relief. That's that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. That's part of healing. Like that that book healed you. It did. It did and a lot of great people in my corner. It did. That and having a lot of great people in my corner. Mhm. I love it. I love it. Now what is the your pen is self-inspired. Do you admire the most about the, your work, your craft that you create with your fire pen? It's original. It sounds like no one else. It's definitely good, and nobody can fuck me fuck with me when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. And Sophie. You said me too? Oh, man. Um, I mean, he, he pretty much took the words out of my mouth. You know, we, we, we original. You know, that's why we organically just came together. We both feed off each other. Um, I just feel like, you know, the way I write my my lines and the way it comes out, I, I mean, my delivery, I don't sound like nobody. You know what I mean? Um, it's just all those things. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it makes me feel good. Because sometimes when you're original, it could kind of almost make you, you know what I'm saying, kind of second guess, you know what I'm saying, yourself a little bit because you don't sound like nobody else. And it kind of took me right. a while to kind of just, you know what I'm saying, embrace them and be like, that's because you're original. That's because you, you know, ain't supposed to sound like nobody else and you're supposed to take this to the next level and, you know what I mean, inspire other ones to be original and, you know what I mean, be, you know, confident in how they, you know what I'm saying, deliver their message. So, um, you know, now, shit, you know, I, 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 I could care less what anybody got to say because I know I'm getting busy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I got a question uh, for both of you gentlemen because you have a lot of um, new artists coming up. And, you know, sometimes it's a struggle, especially the, the, the state of the industry right now, the way it is. Rappers are under attack, you know, for their lyrics, for they, their branding, um, for for a lot of things that they may do or don't do. Um, and to become a new artist, sometimes that could be overwhelming. So if you could give advice to an up-and-coming artist, what would it be? We're going to start with Jizzle. Stay, you know, um, what I would tell them, invest in yourself. Don't take no four ounces. <laughs> and I'm going to say them something that they did for me a long time. Do it because you need it. Blank, blank will come with success. Okay, say that one more time. You're a little muffled. Yeah, you went muzzled, bro. You went muzzled. Can everyone hear me there? Am I yeah. clear, Yep, yep. You can do it now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what I was saying was is invest in yourself. Don't take no for an answer. And I would tell them something that DMX told me a long time ago. Rest in peace to my brother DMX. But he told me, 
do it because you love it. Blank, blank, the success will come. And if it's real, they'll respect it. Mm-hmm. Facts. I love that. True Man, I would, you know, I would definitely tell the youngest, you know, saying, be, be apologetic, unapologetic. I'm sorry, be unapologetic. Um, do it because you love it, just like my brother said. Be original, and you know, definitely don't take no for an answer, and you know, definitely invest in yourself, and you know, what I'm saying, just keep going, no matter what. You know what I mean? And you know, believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Those are the main elements I feel like, you know, what I'm saying that a new artist needs. Mm-hmm. And good people uh, around you too. Like, a good team, a good team around you. I'm sorry, you need a good team around. You need someone that can help you elevate. You know, you don't need a whole bunch of yes men around. Let me make sure I put that out there. You know what? I'm glad that you said that because sometimes we look, and I know that the media only puts out, you know, whatever's going to sell. You know what I'm saying? We right. know that, but sometimes. Some of the artists put their own stuff out or they get on the live or they, they tweet. And I'm like, where are your people at? You're supposed to have somebody on that backbone like, we're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. in any industry, you're, protect, you're protecting your brand at all costs. And so there exactly. are some things you can and cannot do, anything that's going to bring harm to your brand, whether it's people around you or, or moves that you make it. It should always be that one person or two people that's going to tap both your shoulders and say, we can't do that. Right, right, right. That's, yeah. that's that's definitely what Sauce does for me because everyone know in this public record that I was like the Bobby Brown of them franchise boys, but I was also the Ice Cube of them franchise boys. So he definitely does mm-hmm. that to me like, no, bro, we're not doing that, bro. You are, no, we're not doing, you know, so he definitely does that for me. And yep, see, when you have a team and y'all could have that type of energy, that's the best team to have. Now, when y'all come together and y'all got y'all new music coming out, talk my shit, um, what, what vibe are we going to get from that? What are we going to experience from both of you great artists? I mean, just, like the same, just, just like the title said, we just talking our shit. You know what I mean? We we popping off. We letting them know how we coming. And like I said, we ain't taking no for an answer, and we giving it to them our way. I mean, basically, just how the title say, talking our shit. <laughs> also, definitely just leaving you wanting more. There you go. That's right. More good news. Always. Because, you know, we, we listen to the radio now, and it's like, we don't have no more good music. We're listening to good music coming out. <laughs> so I'm glad y'all forget some good music, because we need it. We need it. We, we need to hear it. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's what we definitely need it right now, but that's what we're giving you. And it's making its comeback. You know, everybody just got to hold on tight. You know what I'm saying? Everything has its moment, so don't worry. You know what I'm saying? That that that, that good music can feel good and hip-hop and all that stuff. It's just going to evolve and have its own little twist to it with the new newer people. But it's coming back, and if you if you if you listening to right what's going on right now, a lot of sampling is happening again. You know, uh, a lot of people are starting to actually, you know, what I'm saying, get a little bit more conscious with they uh, with their music and putting messages in their music. It, it's coming. You know, it, it's just gonna take a little little second, but it's definitely coming full circle. Absolutely. Now, this question is for you. This is Leisha. Because you got that fire pen, but I hear you be burning up in the kitchen too. Tell us about uh, your cooking uh, show. Yeah, lean in the pot with it, Jizzles Ghetto Gourmet. 
Um, it's basically how I get a nigga like his chicken wings, how I like my home-cooked hamburgers, how I like my homemade salad. It's just basically how I get a nigga like me get out in the kitchen, and I'm just showing them my aspect of it, as well as having my celebrity guests come on and promote their music and as well try my food. And who taught you how to cook? Because, because you know, that's every woman want a man that can cook. It ain't many that can cook. I mean, they can put something together, but they'll go in the kitchen and be like, mm-mm, I ain't cooked that. He did. What? Who taught you how to cook? Who put that 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 fire and that spice in you to be able to to throw down in the kitchen? Um. Well, I've been I've been cooking same. Amount of time as I've been rapping, fishing, and playing with guns and drugs since I was nine years old. I had to do all this. Mm-hmm. I had to know how to cook because I had to take care of people even when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. to the idea of me doing the cooking show came from my group member, Pimpin'. He was the inspiration for it, and he used to always tease me when we were on the road because sometimes they'll come to the house and the service calls to come pick me up from the house and I'd be then cook some and then we'll get in the car and they'd be eating it and pimp used to tease me all the time and said, You need to you need to uh, you need to get a restaurant called it be chills pimp he he's silly as hell but when he called me fifteen years fast forward to me recently starting shooting pilots and stuff like that, he like she just you need to do a cooking show and when he told me that I thought about those times back then in the car when he used to tease me about it and it came to me what he really meant. So he was the inspiration for me to do the cooking show, but I've been cooking since I was a kid, baby. It came natural watching my mama and my granny and just getting in the house to feed my little sisters myself when nobody was home. Mm-hmm. Now see, and that's a lot of Absolutely. You done spoke my love language now, because that's one of them foods. So you want me to cook for you? That's what you're trying to say. Oh, no, I can cook for you, buddy. I can cook. Oh, yeah. So you're saying you want me to cook for you? All right, okay. So now now y'all just put yourself out on this. On air. Y'all just put yourself out there on air. Now both of y'all, both of y'all got to come on my cooking show. Y'all got to come be guests on my cooking show. Man, I, I mean, mean he, combi- he combined. I'm talking about cooking contests. That's what I'm talking about. That's how I did with Sony cooking is. Listen, I'm a girl. Every time she comes to the Atlanta, I'm like, listen, my stove is your stove. Do whatever. <laughs> Place me your heart. Okay, okay. Y'all got to come on my cooking show, and y'all got to cook me some food, too. And Which reminds me, Father's Day just passed. I ain't get a plate from now. One of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I was throwing down in the kitchen on Father's Day. It was just another love day, but just a little bit extra. <laughs> but you forgot about me. I, I'm an artist and a CEO, but I'm still a father. Damn, and I'm a granddaddy. Y'all ain't think about me. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what, though? You got a point because I had to fa- apologize to my father. I did at the end of the year. I was like, Dad, you know, I, you done got some gentle gifts over the year. I had to apologize because I've never been taught to kind of love on my dad like that. I've taught to love on my mom, your mom, you get her this, you, you make her smile, Mother's Day, birthday. So your dad, you get him ties, socks, and, you know, maybe a hat. You know, they always, y'all always get them second hand I wish your motherfucker would bring me some socks <laughs> or a hat or some shit like that. I wish your motherfucker would. Apologize to my dad. I said, Dad, I'm so sorry. Them both gifts. Oh, if you did me like that, I would have had to apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
You heard me. That's some funny stuff. I, if you would have did, did me the way you did your daddy, you wouldn't have had to apologize to me. I would have had to apologize to you. <laughs> yeah, but they have, you have to apologize because honestly, in society, that's how we are really taught. In society, we try to exactly in society how it is. No, it did the dad. We we ain't important like that. The daddies ain't important like that. Yeah, you know, we getting socks and you know t-shirts and and, and drills. <laughs> You know, like, right. when you, like, like, right. you know, see what his mother's there, you out there, you getting flowers and diamonds. And, I mean, they make it a big old thing. You see zales across the TV when his dad, you know, they ain't even showing a, a damn drill. Like, do you think I want to go drill and fix something on Father's Day? No, I'm not doing it when it ain't Father's Day. Uh, drill? No, bitch, give me the keys to the car. I ain't fucking fixing nothing, no. <laughs> What I will say to y'all ladies is this is the best Father's Day I had because I received jewelry, designer clothes, a little cash, a little ass, you know what I'm saying? So the this was a, a great Father's Day for me. Awesome. And I must say mine was pretty good myself too. I ain't even going to lie. Yeah, this one was a yeah, good year, man. But so we got to change the hairs moving forward, man. We got to start pushing the fathers that this is important. So I think I'm yeah, gonna start because, a little, you know, a little, a little, a petition, a petition for next year for all the fathers. <laughs> we need to be on TV. We need to have a commercial. We need to be doing all kind of stuff. You know, let me know what I think. Go ahead. Mother's Day, Mother Day, Applebee's be packed in the motherfucker. I rolled past Applebee's yeah. Father's Day, man. It was empty. Exactly. We got. We get. Yeah. Nah, we gonna cook y'all. We gonna cook y'all some food at home. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and then, but you know what? But fathers, but fathers, y'all are really humble with it. Y'all are like, nah, don't worry about it. As long as you good, I'm good. And I think that you know, throughout the years, especially since the, um, just the erupt with the pandemic and just the the outrageous attack on black men, I think that this our community has kind of changed as far as wanting to love on our, our fathers and our husbands and let them know that they are important and let the world know. Because you teach people how to treat your people. And if exactly. we teach people how to treat our men boldly, that's what they're going to do. If we teach people how to treat our women boldly, that's what they're going to do. And so we always want change. And in order to change, we got to change some of the things that we do within our community. And so we have started loving and protecting our men more than we uh, have been doing in the past. I, uh, I, I, I haven't seen a lot of uh, the, the sisters, you know, big enough to black king because we need it. You know, we got to put that armor on every day and step outside the house and go out and provide for our families and be at, you know what I'm saying, that strong, that strong force. You know what I mean? When we have our moments, you know, who there for us when, you know, we need to, you know, talk and vent and things of that nature. You know, men need that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of women don't understand that, but, you know, a man needs to be able to be comfortable with a woman, be able to be vulnerable with a woman. And when a man mm-hmm. feels that mm-hmm. and you show that man that you got that man's back, trust me, that man going to go through, go over and beyond for you. I'm just giving you a little game, what? you know what I'm saying? Just a little free game. Well, one thing and that I love chat and Lisa knows that, and our listeners, I am a big proponent of our black kings, and I talk about it every chance I get. But I just want to share a little 
trivia that I learned over the weekend. For Mother's Day, over $35 billion were spent on Mother's Day, $0.9 billion on Father's Day. Look at wow. the discrepancy in that number alone. And we have to do better. I try, I do better. That, that's, that's in my household. You know, but that's, that's a big, that's a big number. And that's, yeah, that's a big very, divide. very, very different. Yeah. Absolutely. And we I got, we got to, you know, we got to big up, we got to big up the black kings, you know. Y'all, everybody want, I ain't say y'all, I'm just going to say they want to, you know, bash us, but, you know, where's the, where's the celebration of us at? You know, being black men and, and, you know, and taking care of our children and, you know, uh, you know, loving our women, you know, that we out here, you know, but we get overshadowed by the negativity things of some of our black uh-huh. brothers, you know what I mean, just some of the things that they've been through in their life, and we don't know what they really actually, you know what I'm saying, going through, and they really, it's really a cry for help. But see, a lot of people don't Absolutely. know that. You know, they're looking Absolutely. at it. And that's, that's talking about that a lot. Yeah. You know, that's we need that. We need that comfort. Yeah. And they talk about that a lot. a lot of broken men. And you know, and 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 it's just like it's a lot of broken women. But when it's we don't look at a man, uh, and this is just just from a woman's eyes, we always we never look at a man as broken. We always look at a man at strength. Like this is what he's supposed to do. This is what he's supposed to have. And when he doesn't have that, we really don't know how to kind of come together. Um, and a lot of times, men don't know how to heal themselves. They don't know. A lot of times people in general, because we're looking for happiness to come externally, but all of that comes from internal uh, things that we do for ourselves, master ourselves, and love on our Men don't know how to love on themselves. Um, and, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be able to not know how to love on yourself, but be able to provide for this person, give this person love, pour into this person. It's like walking in the refrigerator and you got a corner left in the in the orange juice container. Like, what am I going to do with this? He don't have nothing to give to himself to give to somebody else. And so we got to learn that. We got to start learning and listening to each other uh, so that everybody has something to give themselves and give out to other people. Big facts. You definitely just hit on it right there. I think that Lisa and I, we can go a whole show on this, but I also think that's a whole um, show. It's a mindset. Because yeah, mm-hmm. it's a mindset that you come into a relation with. You have to be mindful of, you know, it's not just you. You're in a union together. And this just with me. You know, I'm coming up on 30 years in September of marriage. I'm just saying wow. you have to have a certain. Thank you so much. It's, and that's, it's work, you know. Marriage oh, yeah. is work, and you have to be willing to put in that work. And when you see the the fruits of that work, it's a beautiful thing. It's not going to be an easy road. We bumpy roads just is just is there. It's going to be hot. Things are going to be thrown at you, you know. But it's up to you to say we're going to get through. We are going to get through this, you know. And it's that mindset that one has in order for it to be successful. You know, and people around you see that, but that's not the, the that's not the be all and end all. The end all and be all is those two people in that union. You know, and that is what makes it worth fighting for, worth working for. Absolutely, and, and I'm that's just saying that's not married. You're right though, because that mindset got to change. 
Because when you lay down and have kids with somebody, y'all are family for life. If you get married and you Not get divorced, y'all are family for life. Yes, y'all family for life. Yes. Not here we whatever, whatever. Not here we ain't. Y'all got to work that out. But y'all are family for life. We wasn't on a goddamn thing. Not here we ain't. You ain't no family until you had a baby by somebody. You ain't no goddamn family. That baby is a part of your family now. That baby is a part of your family now. But y'all ain't no goddamn family. Because y'all had no damn baby. I know the hill told you that. How long you been having children? <laughs> Y'all family. Y'all, I'm we family. We no damn family because we had no damn children. Yeah, you is. <laughs> no, yeah, that child is a part of my family now. Right, right. The child yeah, is a part of my family, but we ain't no goddamn family because you had a baby. Mm-hmm. Y'all are family in the team. I'ma stand on it. Ten toes down. Y'all are a family. How many? How many? How many? Who is that talking? Is that? Is that Miss Tony? That's no, that's not me. Oh, okay. Hey, look at she. Hey, she back there. No, 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 <laughs> well, you got multiple. That thing changed a little bit. <laughs> See, I have, I have three. I have three. Okay. <laughs> that still, still jeopardizes your judgment. No, my This is Tony. I have three children. Oh, I, I, know, I know who it is. You said, well, I got three. So obviously, the other person started talking. So obviously, the other person started talking. Like I said, it jeopardizes your judgment, too. Uh-uh. I don't think I see what he said, what you really want to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for clearing that up, Josh. <laughs> like I said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Hey, that's the top, that's how, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But everybody has entitled to their own opinion. So, hey, that's right. <laughs> we're going to leave it up this in This is not no opinion. This is my life. This is all real. This is not an opinion. <laughs> this shit is all real, and I think you know that, Sauce. This is not an opinion. No, no, I'm talking about them having their opinion about what they feel. That's what we're talking. Well, about. it's all it's all an opinion. Everybody. Right. Has Mine ain't no opinion. They're real life. Mine ain't no opinion. They're real life. You know what I'm saying? But that's 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 your narrative. But I no, that's feel my life. That <laughs> when you are when you have children and y'all y'all have to be a team because they need both of y'all. They need both that energy and they need that to be good energy around them to do what they need to do uh, because they got to struggle and and a heel to come through just to be able to be who they need to be and who they want to be in life. And so both parents are essential to that. That's just what I'm saying. I believe that. I'm standing on that. They don't, make that no, they don't make us no family, though. That don't mean we family because we have some time to common grounds to raise a child. And I don't even need they side to raise a child. Y'all do y'all part and I do mine. And we'll come and collective and both of us make sure they have the necessities to go to the next level. Ain't that what family do? No, that is not what family do. <laughs> she's
The child is a part of the dad's family now. Do it make y'all a village? Did it make us a village? We ain't no damn family. How we in the village? <laughs> because you know what? It makes y'all family. I'm gonna stand on that. It makes y'all family okay, because well, it takes more than y'all a family. That makes and you and your 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 village exactly. a family. Y'all are a family. Right. You and yours, yours. That's right. <laughs> so everybody has back to what Soft said. Everybody has an all three of y'all together, all three of y'all together <laughs> and y'all kids ain't got enough kids to make that opinion. Because all y'all are under the same roof with them children. All y'all are with the person that y'all got children by. Except for one. I got one that I'm not with. Exactly, and all y'all put together, all y'all put together, all y'all put together ain't got enough kids to be, be making that opinion. I am not in that. I am not in that. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby, let me tell you something. 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 Tell you something. You're not in there. If you laugh or you grin, your ass is in. Here you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> When I said sweet and sour, I'm sweet. Tea sour. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we is. We firing out. We firing out. But she don't get it twisted over. See, I can be fired too sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sweet oh, and sour. Man. Okay, I like that. Sweet and sour. Yeah, and you it. see, and you see what they doing. They sitting up there laughing. They doing all that sweet and sour, but ain't no chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they sweet and sour. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I appreciate this. But this has been dope. This has been dope. But I want to ask y'all a question. What part of New York y'all from? I'm in Atlanta. See in New York. Okay. I'm in okay, New York. Cool. Mm-hmm. What part of New York are you from? I'm in uh, New York, New York. Okay, okay. I was just there. I was just in New York last month. It was my first time there, and I just wanted to say I love New York. Oh, thank you for that. No other place like it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely not. I was in. I was in Times Square. I was in Manhattan. I had a good time. Oh yeah, that's my stomping grounds. <laughs> Well, we so appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us on today. We want you to shout out all of your social media where everybody can get in contact with you, uh, all of your events coming up and that music they can get, and when your when your cooking show is going to uh, drop this. Go ahead, bro. Tell me. D a t b o i j a j i z z a l on Instagram is who I am. On all other social media platforms, the same thing. I'm outside is out right now on all streaming platforms. Talk My Shit is out. The new franchise record is out. Get off my dick. Also, I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina this Friday. And stay tuned. Everything else coming soon. Facts, facts, facts. All right. You can follow me at Young Sauce to God. That's Y-O-U-N-G-S-A-U-C-E underscore D-A-G-O-D. 
like my brother said, I'm outside is out right now. All platforms talk my shit is out right now on all platforms. We will be in Raleigh, North Carolina this Friday, June twenty fourth at Club Crave. I mean, we just we on this tour right now, so y'all just have to keep, you know, saying stay in tune with us, you know, we're gonna be picking up a lot of dates and hopefully coming to a city near you. I love it. I love it. Well, y'all are both welcome back anytime. Anytime you want to come in the chat room, you got something on your mind you want to talk about, let us know. We make it happen. That book, on that book drop, let us know. Tag us so we can get that sharing, so we can get that one click yeah. popping on that book. Thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Oh, we almost forgot. Shout out to CC, you know, for putting this all together. That's our representation. Shout out to CC. She do a lot for us, you man, holding this thing down. What uh-huh. else? CC. 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 CC is dope. CC is dope in real life. Stay safe. We got a lot, a lot, you know, a lot of unfinished talk on this show. Started with right. Mr. Kendall and Leisha. They're going back and forth <laughs> on this family thing. So I'm just saying, you're going to do this thing in person. Like, y'all want, you got to come to Atlanta. You got to come to Atlanta. You got to do this thing in person. We're going to have to do this thing in person now. Man, we ain't having no conversation no more. We not having any conversation no more until y'all get more kids. No, until y'all get more kids. Until y'all get more kids. You y'all can have any conversation. Until y'all get more kids, y'all can't have any conversation. Y'all got to have any conversation with with somebody who got one or two kids. I'm trying to make moves, not bottles. No thanks. I know that's right. I I know that's right. I got some things I want to do, and bottles ain't part of that. (laughs) And then then, then on top of all that, I'm granddaddy. How y'all going to talk back to me? Oh, you ain't my granddaddy. <laughs> but I am a granddaddy. Respect your elders. <laughs> but I am a granddaddy. Respect your goddamn elders. <laughs> well, we thank you guys for joining us tonight. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. Anytime. Appreciate you, lovely ladies. Appreciate y'all, lovely ladies. Y'all be safe out there. We appreciate y'all. Y'all stay beautiful, stay safe, take care of yourself, and stay dangerous. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a great evening, guys. All right, you guys. I'll see y'all next time. Okay. That was that so was great. Funny. I love that energy. I do. <laughs> I love it. I love when we can just be able to just talk that talk and have a good time um, mm-hmm. in art. You know, music is an art. Books is an art. All of that comes together, and I love to be able to have mm-hmm. that conversation. We will see y'all on next week. And we out. You guys have a great evening, and we'll see you next week. Like we said, stay safe.